Welcome, and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Psychor Water Cooler, the casual conversation podcast dedicated to covering all things related to Psychor, including product updates, project recommendations, suggestions and insights, getting the most out of your Psychor investment, and more. I'm your host, John Price, Psychor Practice Director and MVP at AmericanEagle.com. Organizations and enterprises today are presented with both enormous opportunity, but also many questions in regards to data and processes. The new age of composable software in business presents endless ways to consolidate content, customer data, and technologies. Organizations and enterprises need proper direction and guidance on how to get the most out of these aspects to keep their business growing and thriving. Things like machine learning and process automation are no longer dreams of the past, but current day technologies are ready to springboard any company. What we'll talk about today is how these technologies can help automate the insights and integrations between siloed systems and data. And there is no one better to help with this conversation than Mark Cowan, CEO and founder of Put It Forward. Mark has led the transformation within many organizations spanning the capital markets, defense, government, insurance, retail, and manufacturing. Mark is a recognized expert in system design, integration, and business enablement, and has held leadership roles at companies such as Charles Schwab and Adobe. Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, John. It's great to be here. Thank you for making the space for us to have this conversation. Yep, absolutely. There's a lot of exciting things going on in the space. And I think what we'll start off today with, Mark, is just in your own words, what are the current opportunities and challenges organizations and enterprises are facing today and what you're seeing? There certainly is a number of them when you think about external factors and everything that's going on around in the world today. But if I were to broadly categorize it, I would say, how do you deliver and execute on decisions and experiences at scale? And what that really means is, you know, how do you understand signal from noise? And then how do you operationalize that? And so, you know, kind of in plain words, think about it as what's your reflex like when someone throws you a ball? Your body automatically responds to something, it's a known pattern, and then it acts on it based on, you know, what environment you're in. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned about the scalability and reflex, because I think organizations in the past, if I just take kind of a bite out of my space around personalization at scale, right, organizations have always struggled with, you know, how do we scale these efforts, right? How do I look at data and analytics and make informed decisions from there? So this definitely spans into other spaces as well that I'm sure you're well versed in. And I think this is probably the reason why you founded Put It Forward in the first place and have created and are creating technologies to help businesses with these problems. So maybe also tell us a little bit specifically what your company Put It Forward does and helps solve. Sure. You know, very simply, it's categorized in the way we speak about it as an intelligent automation platform. And really what that is, is it solves for the intersection of events, things that are happening at any one moment in time, the insights, what those actually mean, and, you know, turning that into an operational event, you know, turning that into how to do something with it at any one time. And that's really what Put It Forward, you know, solves for. But how it does it is not just as a pure technology play. It's meant to, you know, help an organization essentially democratize, you know, what's sitting inside of their most valuable asset, which is their people's heads, and in allowing them to work with, you know, these decisions and insights at scale independently without having to depend on, you know, deep technical skill sets or, you know, kind of black box, you know, type of IT, you know, services. Sure. What are some specific industries that kind of jump right out to mind that you guys help service and that need the most help? with these types of ideas? You know, the common, I'd say, characteristic of organizations that, you know, need help with these types of things are ones that have a certain level of maturity in terms of the, you know, the really kind of the business stack 
the IT stack and, and kind of the, the systems that they have inside of their environment. Very often, they're collecting information about what's happening in their environment in a distributed manner, right? And it's really kind of how do you aggregate all of that you know, information together at a moment in time and look forward rather than look behind to see, you know, what you should be taking as a potential course of action. So, you know, organizations that they could be national, they could be multinational, what have you, cross-jurisdictional, cross-verticals, et cetera. But often the kind of the common characteristic that they have is that they're gathering and touching a lot of different things simultaneously in a lot of different areas. And so it's really about how do you bring together you know, what's happening in one area that may be seemingly unrelated to another area and actually making contextual based sense out of it. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if organizations are collecting data, especially from multiple data sources, right, whether it's transactional or analytical, organizations need to be able to, wait to be able to mine that data and then figure out what to do with that data. And that's basically what you guys help solve. And look forward, right, and, and help learn from it. I mean, you know, if you were to compare and contrast, you know, in the following way is that, and this is not to be diminutive or throw shade on anything, but the, you know, a lot of patterns are really fixed inside the enterprise, right? So, for example, let's kind of go down the road of, you know, customer onboarding or customer engagement. A lot of those engagement patterns are very linear. You know, they say, oh, we have a top of a funnel and, you know, we start to engage our customers. We tell them about, you know, good things that we're doing or things that can improve their lives, et cetera. And this applies to B2B, B2C, B2Government, you know, business citizens, et cetera. And you move them through a funnel, right? The problem is with the funnel is that, you know, it's linear. You know, you're waiting for somebody to say, oh, I clicked on something. So, you know, it's a plus one. And then I did something else as a plus two. And eventually, you know, a magic number pops out that says, oh, hey, we think you'd be a good customer for us or something. That. But in reality, what happens is, is that people don't actually engage with any organization like that. It's generally nonlinear. You know, they go in and look at one place and then they go off to another place and they, you know, ent enter another point inside the organization, uh, depending if maybe they're an existing customer or, or what have you. And they're they're generating all this signal. And so what you're doing, what you need in that context is really a way to learn from that signal as it's happening and then be able to act on it. Yeah, that makes sense. So just to kind of put that in, in example terms, if someone's coming in, maybe filling out a form on a website and maybe calls in the call center, retrieves, retrieves some type of service call, and then maybe there's another action, you guys are helping kind of mine that data and pick out what maybe those signals are so our organization can act on that in the future. Absolutely. And not only just, you know, identify what those signals are, but connect them together and then do something about it, right? It's like, oh, identify, oh, I've got a new opportunity here for a cross-sell or an upsell. I've got a customer that's at risk. You know, I have a problem set here, or I have someone that actually, more importantly, you know, fits a pattern of somebody that's going to be a high value customer or a high benefit customer from, you know, the service we particularly offer. So maybe we want to treat them differently. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think that's probably one of the biggest thing organizations have historically struggled with is we have all this data. What do we do with it? Especially when we talk about other, well, if someone's looking for a certain, these certain types of platforms like a Sitecore or another DXP, they're really trying to purchase these, actually try to figure these things out, but they don't have an actual system or machine learning in place or some type of listener to figure out what to do next. So I think that's definitely a big thing that you guys help solve in this space and the you know and since this is a psychore specific podcast i'm sure the listeners are interested in learning more about your partnership with psychore right psychore now has these best of breed technologies that are collecting some of these inputs right they're all kind of you know created separately as they were previously before acquisition and now we need to be able to kind of tether them together right figure out what to do with them so they can actually talk to each other 
you know, with that said, what have you been up to with Sitecore lately? What is your partnership looking like with Sitecore now that the composable stack is kind of coming to fruition? Where we started with Sitecore and where it's going are parts of the same continuum. You know, the first part of the, you know, the relationship started with Sitecore was, you know, when we had started having conversation with them a few years ago now around, well, how do we essentially make it easier for people to be able to absorb Sitecore into their stack? Right. You know, cut down on the time, cut down on the complexity, but then also open the door into composable. And you can think about composable not just as a, as a one time event, but a recomposable event, you know, as things that happen around you, you know, you need to be able to change. And, and where it's gotten to now, when you use Sitecore and put it forward together, you can now kind of stitch together the different components of their stack, which there are a number of them, as, as you mentioned, that really kind of cover the, you know, the gamut of you know, customer experience, and then, but also, you know, relate it to the rest of the stack that's inside the enterprise, right? You know, whether the enterprise has got, or has rather, you know, marketing automation functions that are very deep or something that's, you know, specialized in, in service or specialized on the, the operational side on the, you know, kind of the, the ERP or even, you know, inventory management and shipping systems and, and all the things that go along with, you know, delivering something out to your customer. And so the way we come to that place is, you know, directly in terms of being able to connect those things together, but also to be able to orchestrate across all of them. And that's really the, you know, the composable of the composable. And then, you know, if you wanted to go beyond that, certainly is, is being able to, get involved with the, you know, the signal that's happening in between those events and, and personalize at a very, very fundamental level what's happening, you know, on the customer experience side. Yeah, because your platform is kind of multifold, right? You guys can also, you know, tie these things together, look for these data points, but you can all, your technology also serves as what I would call an integration as a service as well, where we can connect Sitecore XM to a Sitecore order cloud, maybe to a NetSuite and maybe to a Sitecore Personalize. You're helping orchestrate and actually push these data, you know, push the data points and integrations to one another. Is that fair to say? It's absolutely fair to say. There, I mean, that's kind of the the table stakes of anyone's organization, right? First, you have to be able to connect them together. Whether you know, and you have your choices of ways to do that, which are the most appropriate for you. We have our choice, which is we think it's you know appropriate to follow a, a no code approach to accelerate and make it easy to do and and be light on the technical side of things, rather than having to have you know, PhDs in Java, you know, cobble things together for you. That's kind of our view as, as the starting point. And then to your point is also being able to, you know, stitch together the cross workflows and the cross process flows in between those different components. Yeah, this new age of technology and what you guys specialize in is definitely where the market is going. You mentioned low code, right? And kind of that plays into the rest of the Sitecore stack, especially, right? We don't necessarily need, you know, historical Sitecore certified developers to make all these technologies work together. You know, we, you kind of serve as the middleman or the or the middleware or the software that's kind of tying these all together. And then, hey, if they switch out a NetSuite or they do switch out one of these key components, you can just simply swap in another technology and then simply integrate them together. And then all your process flows are pretty much intact or you can simply update them as well. So it's definitely where the industry is going and it's extremely exciting to see. And with that said, Mark, I mean, are there any customers or use cases lately that you've seen that have worked particularly well or that you've been particularly impressed with? Anything that you can mention on the show here today? I think there's there's probably a couple that come to mind. And, you know, I want to separate, you know, kind of starting point and someone that's also more advanced, 
right? So if we start with an organization, like we say, NFPA, you know, great organization that's a standards body, you know, that actually impacts everybody's lives every day, whether you realize it or not, because they're, you know, essentially charged with, you know, ensuring that, you know, emergency uh, firefighters and, and workers, et cetera, have the knowledge, skills, and ability that they need in order to, you know, be effective in their role, you know, on, on, a, on a grand scale. Now, they, I'd say, are, are certainly at the, the beginning of their site core journey in that, you know, they're starting to stitch together multiple different applications. And it's not an uncharacteristic number. Frankly, it's probably a lower number in terms of where they're starting, where they have, you know, seven or eight different, you know, application types or solution types that they're, they're stitching together, right from, you know, the commerce experience on the front end to the content to the, you know, the order fulfillment and the execution and the delivery and the customer management aspects of this. Now, they, I'd say, are very much at the starting point of their journey around composable and, you know, the customer experience being delivered and facilitated by, by Sitecore. You know, kind of on the other end of that spectrum, we have another organization that's been using Put It Forward extensively for a number of years now called Sound United. And they are in the, they have great ways to describe it. I'm I'm never going to be as eloquent as they are, but essentially they, you know, they make hardware um, and audio devices that, you know, make your, make everything sound wonderful. And, and, and they have a number of brands that sit underneath them, such as Denon and Polk Audio and Bowers and Wilkins, et cetera. So what they do is they started kind of where the NFPAs are, you know, bringing these things together, integrating the online experience into the, you know, certainly the customer management facilities side of it, the, you know, the delivery, really the entire life cycle of this. But now they've kind of gone way beyond that up into leveraging the predictive analytics and insights component of this here to, you know, really understand a couple of core things, right? Get into understanding at a fundamental level what they're and identifying how their most profitable customers are and, and how they're being able to manage their entire life cycle from a, a number of engagements. Their customers typically, you know, are very brand loyal over the period of decades. And, you know, they purchase multiple different devices over that time. And, you know, how do you understand, you know, when is the right time to engage with them? If somebody just buys something today, perhaps we don't want to, you know, try and cross-sell or upsell them something in 30 days from now. But maybe really based on their signal and their, you know, what they understand about them that, you know, maybe it's six months or nine months, et cetera. And when's the right time to do it? And then what do you do when you actually start seeing them engaging? And that's the real question that how to answer with for the, in that scenario. So two examples, you know, kind of at the, at the opposite ends, beginning and then I'd say much more advanced. And then, you know, there's a number certainly in between. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a number of organizations as well that are just trying to figure out where to even get started, right? They may be even well premature before either of those, which is a question I'd like to ask you is, you know, whether it's marketing, right? We're talking about engagement and awareness or commerce, whether it's conversion to purchase or operational just on how to process data. Are there any any advice that you can give organizations that are kind of in the beginning of this journey, whether it's mining for data or figuring out how to stitch together their composable platform? Any words of advice on where to start or just maybe even just some landmines to avoid anything that you can think of? Well, how long do we have? <laughs> there's, as, there's as, long as, you, as long as you'd like. <laughs> there's, there's a number of areas, but I, but I think in terms of, you know, first principles is, you know, design back from the experience you're trying to create for your organization. Right. And then number two is, is ensure that it's in line with the, the cultural priorities of your organization as well. And if you do that, then you can match up the technology and the systems and the processes to that as best as possible. So kind of first start 
think about the experience that you're trying to you know really enable and then make sure that's in line with sort of the cultural priorities of your organization and then you're going to be able to you know support and deliver on that that's really good advice which is the first thing you mentioned of designing back from the end experience or the customer experience is the whole idea about composable right instead of just picking one piece of software and just kind of shoehorning your business into it, right? Designing back and picking the right piece of the puzzle is probably the best advice I could have probably asked for. So I appreciate you mentioning that. It was the whole idea about composable. And cultural priorities is also an interesting one, right? If there's certain things that your organization's ready for, maybe certain piece of data they're not ready to start mining or even taking action on, you should prioritize the ones that they would be. So I think that's definitely really good advice. Designing back, right? The whole idea about composable and then Honestly, picking the items, maybe the low-hanging fruit or the items your organization is actually ready to take on, right? Making sure you're actually coming up with that prioritized list. So really good pieces of advice there. You know, and if I were to add anything else into this, I would say that if you were an organization who's considering these types of things, this may be the first time you've done this. But there are certainly organizations out there that have done this for others, that have expertise and have, you know, the thought processes and the thought leaders in there that can help you out, such as, you know, American Eagle. There, there's no question about that. The journey that people go on when they're implementing these types of systems are often career-based in that they're making a five and 10-year decision and it's going to impact their career in terms of, you know, how well it's delivered. You know, it's not about just figuring out whether or not you're installing some plugin in a browser. This is the way, you know, a business is going to be perceived and how the customer is going to interact with it. So it's, it's very important. Equally, if not just as important as if, uh, you know, an organization is implementing a new financial system or control system or CRM system. These things kind of only happen, you know, once a decade, maybe. And, uh, you know, it really pays to get it right. And in order to get it right, you really do need to have, you know, experts that have been through this process before and, and know where the sharks are in the water. Yeah, I appreciate the prompt there about American Eagle. And it, it rings true because, I mean, again, you, you hit on the first point is design back, make sure you have your end goal, kind of the customer experience or the business goal in mind. And then the planning to get there is just as crucial or more crucial than the implementation. You have to have a clear path, clear line of sight on how you're going to get there, right? You still want to remain agile. You still want to be able to make tweaks along the way, but you want a clear path on the data you're collecting and how you're kind of stitching these things together all along the way. So couldn't have said it better myself, Mark. So Mark, I really appreciate you taking the time today to swing by the water cooler and discussing these unique opportunities for organizations and put it forward today. Your insights and contributions in the technical and digital community have definitely not gone unnoticed. It's been fantastic working with you these past number of months and year. I hope to have you on the show again soon, Mark. Yeah, my pleasure, John. It's absolutely just a, a wonderful experience to work with you and American Eagle. Great team there, no question. Thanks again, Mark Cowan from Put It Forward for joining us today on the Sitecore Water Cooler Podcast, a casual conversation between colleagues and peers centered around all things Sitecore. I'm your host, John Price, and until the next time we meet at the Water Cooler, be sure to subscribe to the Psycho Water Cooler podcast today wherever you find your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios, with special thanks to executive producers Renee Nelson, Julia Klepisch, and Demita Menezes. 